BH365, The Elephant Experience, Black Like Me. Can a white person truly understand the black experience? Has anything changed since the 1960s? And is there any hope for our country regarding race relations? Even after much study and many cross-cultural conversations, most Black people would agree that it is impossible for a white person to fully understand the Black experience in America. Why? Because even if someone's skin was darkened and other physical aspects were altered, they still wouldn't be able to fully comprehend. Being born and raised with a white consciousness would probably cause that person to react differently when shopping, driving, or walking while Black. Plus, the ability to go back to being white within a specific period of time would allow that person to view most racially charged verbal abuses or abnormal experiences through a white lens. There was one person, John Howard Griffin, who, after discussing it with his wife, decided to try the transformational experiment for a certain period of time. Sapia magazine funded the entire trip for first printing rights to a four-part series of articles. Under the watchful eye of a New Orleans dermatologist, Griffin's skin began to darken through the use of skin dyes, creams, medication, and ultraviolet lamp treatment. After shaving his head, he looked in the mirror and was shocked by the extreme makeover reflecting back at him. He felt as though he had lost his identity. Over the next weeks, John hitched hike and traveled by bus as a black man in New Orleans, Mississippi, Arkansas, Alabama, South Carolina, and Georgia. It was the fall of 1959. John wasn't naive. He understood the history of Jim Crow, black codes, lynching, and the suppression of voting rights. He knew what it was happening throughout the country. In the North, prejudice and racism toward a black man were perhaps more passive, aggressive, and hidden. But in the South, it was up front and center, in your face. He figured that there would be challenges surrounding harassment, bigotry, and discrimination. But once he stepped away from the mirror and went back outdoors, he was absolutely stunned by the magnitude and scope of the impediments and the level of insult when trying to accomplish the most basic elements of living. Using the restroom, getting something to drink, finding a place to sleep, and cashing a check, or finding a job. The N-word was all around him in the atmosphere. A sneer on the lips of many of the white people he met. He met some genuinely good-hearted white people and wrote about those unexpected encounters. 
As Griffin listened and looked back beneath the surface, he was disheartened by the dreadful living and working conditions for most Black people. The communities he visited were pretty much run down, and the inhabitants seemed to have a crushed spirit. Within two to three weeks, he began to notice the negative effect the experience was having on his own thoughts and feelings, along with his ever-growing sense of hopelessness. John began moving back and forth between races. He stopped taking the medication for a short period of time, and his skin would start to lighten up. He'd then go out to observe how people treated him. As you can imagine, Black people were suspicious of him, and white people were very open to him. Once he went back to his heat lamp and skin cream regimen, his skin would darken and it would be a complete turnaround in attitudes towards him, ranging from hostility and contempt from whites to warmth and generosity from blacks. After six weeks, Griffin came off the medication completely and published his first article in April 1960 edition of Sapia magazine. The news spread internationally, with a mostly positive response pouring into his home. It created an opportunity for people to start conversation about the racial divide in America, the elephant in the room. But in his hometown of Mansfield, Texas, the response was definitely harsh and brutal, with very real KKK threats against his family. He tried to engage in meaningful dialogue, but by August of 1960, the Griffin family fled to Mexico for nine months to let tempers cool down before moving back to Fort Worth, Texas. In 1961, John Howard Griffin released the book version of his story, Black Like Me. It became an international bestseller. The film version of the book was released in 1964, starring James Whitmore as Griffin and included other great actors, Will Gear, Roscoe Lee Brown, and Clifton James. As a result, Griffin was brutally beaten by members of the KKK, but managed somehow to live to tell about it. In 1980, at the age of 60, John Griffin finally lost his constant struggle with diabetes, dying of the disease in Fort Worth, Texas. The rumors that the skin-darkening drugs gave him skin cancer and caused his death are untrue. The Elephant in the Room, Black Like Me, a story of John Howard Griffin. For more information on African-American history as American history, visit us at eh365.org and order the book, BH365, An Inclusive Account of American History.